Will you please stand for the call to worship? And they were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting, and divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them, and all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. May it be so today. Let us worship God. Depending and counting on God's love and mercy, let us pray our confession together. Merciful God, you pardon all who truly repent and turn to you. We humbly confess our sins and ask your mercy. We have not loved you with a pure heart, nor have we loved our neighbors as ourselves. We have not done justice, love kindness, or walked humbly with you. Have mercy on us, O God, in your loving kindness. In your great compassion, cleanse us from our sin. Create in us a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within us. Do not cast us from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from us. Restore to us the joy of your salvation Sustain us with your bountiful spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. God has heard our prayers. Friends, believe the good news of the gospel. As forgiven children of God, let us affirm our faith together. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven and seated on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, 
the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us now greet one another in Christ's name. got up here early. I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> Good, morning. Good morning. We're so glad you're with us here at Church of the Palms on a big day for us. If you happen to be visiting with us for the first time, you perhaps do not know that we are going to be having a big moment in our church's life. Groundbreaking taking place today just uh, south of here and across the parking lot. Maybe some of you have seen the big white tent. Uh, that might have been your first cue that something was uh, going to be happening different today. We hope that uh, you will join us for that. More details to follow. Uh, except to say that uh, children who are looking forward to, as always, to our children's moment, um, you're going to have to sit through the sermon first. So, um, I hope I don't see a mass exodus after I've just said that, but, uh, but all the families will be invited to come forward after that, so uh, we will look forward to that moment when that comes. A few announcements for you to keep in mind as we uh, not only think about that, but uh, the ongoing life and ministry of Church of the Palms. Uh, this coming Wednesday evening, we have a very special mission dinner. You'll want to come to that. Uh, sponsored by our Global Partners uh, Committee that is going to be sponsoring the Nightlife Center. Many of you know that we have been partnering with the Nightlife Center here in town for many years through Joe Davis and his work with the Garden. And uh, they will be here to talk about that ministry and about the life changing that is happening in uh, kids' lives, at-risk kids here in Sarasota. So come and join us 5 o'clock on Wednesday evening for dinner and then a presentation to follow. And then a class that follows at 6.30. I'll be teaching over in the chapel. Uh, we uh, are growing. That's a wonderful thing. Finding freedom in a jail. We'll be talking about the uh, Apostle Paul's letter to the Philippians, and then as well some correspondence from Dietrich Bonhoeffer and Martin Luther King Jr. as they all wrote from prison. We would love for you to continue your generosity that you began so wonderfully last Sunday with our student sponsorship. Many of you were here last Sunday to hear from our students and uh, to hear about the great things that are happening, life-changing that's taking place in that ministry and our growing ministry, which has nearly doubled over the last several months. So we are delighted about that. But you can participate by being a student sponsor. Student sponsorships are available in the pew there in the pew rack. Grab a card and fill it out, and we would love to have you uh, $100 per, uh, per sponsorship that will go a long ways to sending kids uh, to uh, their mission trips as well as their renewal uh, retreats this coming uh, uh, summer. So we would love for you to join us with that. Our annual meeting is in two weeks, so come and join us after the 11 o'clock service here in the sanctuary. Uh, lots of great things that are happening uh, with uh, Church of the Palms, and we hope that you'll join us to look forward to another year ahead of us. Our pilgrimage to Scotland and Narnia is still in the works. There'll be an orientation about that, an introductory session about that Thursday, January the 26th. More information about that. So lots of good things that are happening in our life. So that means we need to pray. Will you join me in prayer? 
Gracious God, on this day of celebration in the life of our church, Lord, we pause to give you thanks. Thank you, O God, for the vision of our leaders, for the time, energy, and generosity of all the people of this congregation, both young and old, who have contributed to this new building. We pray that it is a space where your presence is felt as we gather with people who perhaps do not yet have a relationship with you. Use us, Lord, as your instrument of hospitality. As we look around the world, our hearts ache for all of the people whose lives are torn apart by violence and acts of hate. Give them courage and strength to face another day. Use us, Lord, as your instrument of peace. For those who are suffering from mental or physical illness, or who are grieving death of a loved one or death of a relationship, give them courage and strength to face another day. Use us, Lord, as your instrument of healing. Our hearts hurt, Lord, for the homeless and for the hungry, for the neglected, abused, and abandoned. Yet sometimes we judge and we don't always know how to help. Give them courage and strength to face another day. And use us, Lord, as your instrument of love. For the men and women who are serving in the military and for the men and women who are serving as missionaries far from home, give them courage and strength to face another day. As this country prepares for a new president, we pray for wisdom, courage, and strength. Lord, use us as your instrument of peace, healing, and love. We turn to the Prince of Peace who taught us how to live and how to love and how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And now let us continue our worship with a presentation of our tithes and offerings. Oh. 
Good luck following that. <laughs> that was lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Uh, a couple more things before reading the scripture. Uh, the service is a little bit different, as you have already uh, figured out. We don't have our uh, doxology and our prayer of dedication, and we will be moving our children's moment to a bit, little bit later because uh, part of our service is going to be taking place out there. Uh, so a couple of things about the groundbreaking that wanted to bring to your attention. We had every expectation back in the fall that all systems would be go. When we would put our shovels in the ground today, we expected bulldozers to put their shovels in the ground tomorrow, or at least close to tomorrow. All systems, in fact, are go. Everybody uh, from Church of the Palms is at the starting line revving their engines. Our architect is ready, our builder's ready, our engineers are ready. But our application for building permits and site permits submitted to the county are not ready. They have not uh, completed review and uh, may not actually for a while. Uh, we have no reason to think that they won't be approved, but evidently there's a long and long backlog uh, for maybe even a few months. And so we have to wait uh, patiently, unless you're the senior pastor and then you wait impatiently. So we need to pray that the waters will part and that we will be able to make our way to the promised land sooner than later. And hopefully it will just be a matter of weeks, but uh, we don't know that for sure. So keep that in your prayers. So back to today. When I'm done preaching, we'll be singing joyful, joyful, we adore thee. And that will be the uh, cue for our children and their parents. Parents, hear me. Children and parents will be invited to come forward during the singing of Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee. As soon as we start singing, you start moving, and you'll come right up here into the middle of the chancel, and you'll meet Carol Holmeister here, and we will have our family moment then. And then following that, we will be inviting the whole congregation, led by our families, out to the south of this building to uh, begin our groundbreaking ceremony. But we want you to exit not through that door, because that's where all our families are going to be heading. Maybe some of you can exit through that door. But uh, exit through the doors closest to you. Got it? And then you'll make your way around the building and to the South 40. So those folks over here, here, there, there, balcony, come down the stairs first, then exit the building. <laughs> we think that's going to be a little easier to navigate. And while we're exiting, we'll be listening to that wonderful when the saints go marching in except we'll be thinking when the saints go marching out right so uh look forward to that and we will look forward to a great moment of celebration and what a perfect day huh wow last week it was like three below zero and today it's <laughs> a perfect day so let's hear the word of god as it comes to us from luke chapter 4 beginning at the 14th verse then Jesus, filled with the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee, and a report about him spread through all the surrounding country, and he began to teach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. And when he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom, and he stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him, and he unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, and to let the oppressed go free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. He rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down, and the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. And then he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. And they said, Is this not Joseph's son? And he said to them, Oh, doubtless you will quote to me this proverb, Doctor, cure yourself. And you will say, Do here also in your hometown the things that we have heard you did at Capernaum. And he said, Truly I tell you, no prophet is accepted in the prophet's hometown. But the truth is there were many widows in Israel in the time of Elijah when the, heavy, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months and there was a severe famine over all the land. Yet Elijah Elijah was sent to none of them except to a widow at Zarephath in Sidon. And there was also many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, and none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. 
And when they heard this, all in the synagogue were filled with rage. And they got up and drove him out of the town and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town was built so that they might hurl him off the cliff. But he passed through the midst of them and went on his way. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. By your grace, O Lord, and through your favor, we ask that we may wonder about this story, that we may, through your spirit and through these words, discover more of the truth you have for our lives for the sake of your son, Jesus. And we pray this in his name, amen. Comedian Steve Martin, in his autobiography, Born Standing Up, tells of the time when he was early in his career and performing at Vanderbilt University. The show took place in one of the university classrooms and there were about 100 students there to see him perform. And when the act was over, Steve Martin thanked them for coming and began to gather his props so that he could begin to leave. But he noticed that the audience had not themselves begun to leave. They remained seated. They remained seated because they were convinced that the show was not over. Martin said to them, uh, it's over. But they just kind of laughed because they thought that was a part of the show. Martin said, no, no, really, the, the show really is over. More laughter. Without any way to exit the classroom, however, he had to then walk through the audience, and Steve Martin then began to do a little ad-libbing as he made his way through the crowd, and the students thought this was great, and, and when he got to the back of the classroom, to the door, and prepared to leave, the whole class got up to follow him. And again, thinking that this was a part of the act, and now Steve Martin is leading them out of the classroom and down the hall and down the stairs and out the building, and they continue to follow, and they began to walk across the campus, Martin at living his comedy along the way. They came across a drained swimming pool, an empty swimming pool, and Steve Martin said, okay, everybody into the pool, and they all climbed into the empty pool, and Steve Martin said, okay, you're the water, and I'm the swimmer, and I'm going to swim on top of you, and the crowd knew exactly what they do. They passed him hand over hand, and he did the crawl across the pool. Steve Martin doesn't tell us ultimately how he brought that show to an end, but there is something to be said about a show that continues out the door. I had that experience at an off-Broadway play in New York City, Tony and Tina's Wedding, performed in a church there in Midtown Manhattan. And when you arrive to the show, you discover that you're one of the guests at a wedding, Tony and Tina's wedding, and you are treated as such. You are expected to be in character, to act as a guest at this wedding. And you sit through this wedding ceremony, a comedic one, of course. And when the wedding is over, then you are invited to the reception as a part of the show. You, the audience, are now led out of the church and down 46th Street across 9th Avenue and over to where the reception is to take place at a local restaurant. Very strange experience to be an audience exiting the church and parading down the clamor and chaos of 46th Street in Midtown Manhattan. There is something to be said about a show that continues out the door. I'm not sure it is what Jesus had in mind when he took his show, or should I say, began his ministry back in his hometown of Nazareth. The newly trained rabbi has come to his home synagogue, and they ask him to step forward to do the teaching, the preaching, we would call it. And Jesus reads from the Hebrew scriptures, from the Isaiah scroll, where it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captive and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And now had the show ended there, it might have ended all right. But then Jesus goes on to say to his hometown congregation that the truth is that what God might be up to might be more out there than in here, that the show continues out the door. 
And it reminds them that in their own scriptures, there are stories where God does amazing things in the lives of Gentiles, the, the widow at Zarephath and the Syrian leper. Guess what, Jesus suggests? God isn't bound to the walls of this theater. Guess what? The show, he says, continues out the door. Now this time, by this time, the audience is not laughing. The audience is angry. They are mad because they want the show to stay inside. They're mad because they want their religion to remain bound inside these walls. But Jesus says, outside. And they say, well, we'll outside you, Jesus. And they grab him by the collar and they drag him outside, take him to the edge of the town, to a cliff where they have every idea how they want this show to end. They want this joker off the ledge. Jesus, according to Luke, passed his way through the crowd and made his way to the next town. Something to be said about a show that continues out the door. And that, of course, is precisely right where Jesus does most of his ministry, outside the door, down at the edge of the Sea of Galilee, over in the corners where the tax collectors and sinners hang out, up in the red light district where the prostitutes are doing their thing, down in the valley of the lepers, the untouchables, those who, God forbid, would be allowed inside the synagogue, to all those who would not show up inside the walls that's where Jesus takes his show. So it should have been no surprise when after Jesus' resurrection, the disciples were all huddled up inside the same room waiting for the promised Holy Spirit. It should have been no surprise that when the Spirit came, the Spirit came as wind, as wind and fire, and Luke tells us that it blew them out the door because there is nothing like a show that continues out the door. One of the great shifts that's taking place in our society today is that fewer and fewer people are inclined to step through these doors and inside here. Fewer and fewer people consider going to church on Sunday morning an important thing. Fewer people are convinced that to go to find God, you need to go to church. When I grew up, you drove by a building that had a steeple on top of it, and you called it what? God's house. And children, as children, we wondered if God really kind of lived there. But we know better than that. We know that God lives in the world. God is active in the world. God is with the poor and the oppressed and the captives and the blind. God does God's thing out there. Now, don't get me wrong, God does God's thing in here too. The world needs, of course, sanctuary. The world needs its holy places. The people of God need their gathering places to worship. The word must be preached. The glory of God must be proclaimed. The sacrament must be served. This is and always will be our beginning place. But there is nothing like a show that continues out the door. And hundreds of you know this already, those of you who walk out these doors and head over to the campus center and tutor a child or two, those of you who walk out these doors and volunteer at the food pantry and hand out bags of groceries, those of you who walk out these doors and travel to places like Honduras and Nicaragua on one of our mission trips, those of you who walk out these doors and swing a hammer for Habitat for Humanity, those of you, and God bless you for this, those of you who walked out these doors and showed up at the Hanukkah service at Temple Sinai a couple weeks ago, to show solidarity with our sister congregation who had been vandalized with anti-Semitic symbols. Those of you who walk out these doors and help us with Day of Hope and caring for children as they get ready for school. Those of you who walk out these doors and spend evenings with homeless families for Family Promise. There's nothing like a show that continues out the door. So in a few minutes, we get to take this show literally out the door. We get to exit out our respective doors and make our way to the back 40 where we will break ground for a place, a facility for people who may not be inclined to make this their first stop. 
a center to help people, help us meet people where they are, a place for families and children and youth from the neighborhood, a place for adults and baby boomers, you name it, people who are looking for some recreation, some hospitality, for some fellowship, for the wholeness of body, mind, and spirit, people whom we can meet right where they are and introduce them to the one who meets all of us where we are, the one born in Bethlehem, the one who leads the parade out of the synagogue and into the corners of the world, the one who fills this place with wind and fire and blows open the doors and said it's time for a fire drill. Go, Jesus says, not just to that building or that building. Go to wherever the Spirit is going to lead you, your neighborhood, your workplace, your family, your children half across the world. Go, he says, get out of here and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them all that I have commanded you. Go, Jesus says, because there is nothing like a show that continues out the Family Ministries in Critical Mass here want to present our wonderful groundbreaking shovel that we dedicate to our community on behalf of Family Ministries that, um, that the Lever family will get to dig the first, one of the first holes. And um, also we'd like to present Steve McConnell with his very own hard hat to commemorate. <laughs> yes, on behalf of all the youth, yep. All the youth and children, we had over 70 children and teens sign the hat and fingerprint the shovel because we are, um, we are committed to, to reaching out to our community. So we are going to lead the charge out the door and please we invite you all to um, come out back and enjoy the celebration. Come and join us out that way, out okay. your door. We'll be, meet you out there in the back 40.
Tu 
change my soul.